It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hi, this is Natalie Lander, voice of Kinsey, Tara Branford, Stargirl, and many others. You are listening to a W2Mnet podcast. You can visit w2mnet.com for other podcasts about entertainment, video games, sports, and wrestling. Well, uh, stop. No, no. Elephant in the room here. How dare you, good sir? What you talking about? Stop, 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 stop the tape. Okay, go ahead. So you're you're the host of the show. I get that. I understand that. Even though good evening afternoon whenever you happen to be listening and thank you for joining us on this w2m network podcast see you wouldn't know that or where to find us from our last episode because somebody cut me off before i could tell them look there are very few times in life where i have a quick trigger it's usually an accident and it happens to everybody that just happens to be one of those times I, I will say this much. Prematurity was a definite side effect of that last episode. Yeah, 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 that, yeah and I've also served that extra minute in the box, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, when you build up something for too long and you can't get that proper release, sometimes, you know, you, you got to work into building your stamina back. It happens again to everybody. All right, so let's actually try to start the show properly now. Go ahead. Um, Life is like game show semifinals for a round of 16 part two. Take two. <laughs> you you yeah. sure about that? You, you got the little clicking thing going? <laughs> I actually have an, I actually have a director's slate over here if you would like me to make the sound effect. Just steal a phrase, visual cue on an audio podcast. Yeah. You've been sitting over there shaking your fist at me for the last half hour there, Nelson. I don't want to hear shit from you. Go ahead, Eric. Besides, if there's anything that we're known for here at the W2M Network, it is gimmick infringement. We just happen to have more of it now. But yes, good afternoon, good evening, or whenever you happen to be listening. Yes, we are back with Life is Like a Game Show. And from the cavalcade of voices that you have heard, this is part two of the round of 16. Insert your own alliteration here. Because, uh, again, we're too broke to afford lawsuits. Whoa, 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 whoa. This is part two of the round of 32. We're heading towards the Super 16. Did I not I just say insert your own alliteration in lawsuits? Uh, I did insert my own alliteration. I said Super 16, but this is the round of 32 still, Eric. 
Okay, for anybody listening at the basketball tournament, thank you for actually taking the time to use the Elam ending, and please do not get angry at us. If you still desire to send in hate mail, by all means, send that hate email to s.garmer at gmail.com. <laughs> he will be happy to address all of your concerns. We'll get right well, on we're it. We're hitting um, the high spot. We're hitting the high spots earlier, aren't we? Oh, take three? <laughs> no, just go with it. We're hitting the high spots early, aren't we, host Eric Watkins? Well, naturally, we have to do that around here. And yes, as that other voice you just recently heard mentioning those high spots, the voice of reason on the kickoff, also here on the W2M network, the one of the only Harry Broadhurst. Not so much on this podcast. <laughs> You're, I don't know, half the time you're lucky you're even the voice of reason on the kickoff, especially during our off-season episodes. So, more, time, more times than not on the kickoff lately, I've been the voice of trying to keep you guys from killing each other. I mean, semi-facts? I, I really can't get that wrong. In addition to that, myself, Mr. Watkins, the third man, the, oh my god, the Hulk Hogan of the podcast, I suppose. New, 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 new world order. JTN, Jonathan Nielsen. Okay, I'm getting the intro from a different angle. Didn't expect that, but I can run with it. <laughs> now, like every good game show, you have your blooper reel, yes? We just got ours at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> but speaking of bloopers, let me introduce the man on my left. The one, the only, the Ed Birds of hosts, the rancid Randy Isbell. I think being called a blooper might be the worst thing anyone's ever said about me, and there's been a lot of things said about me on this show. You need to watch the Wheel of Fortune pilot, then you'll understand how much of an insult that was. Randy, I have something worse to say about you. Are you ready? Let's do it. Friend of Robert Taylor. That does hurt. It really does. Friendly enough to where you're actually cashing in on wagers like video games and such. I mean, that that's a pretty close bond right there. I even met the dude in person. I was just about to say that. They took a picture together. That's, there's clearly some kind of friendship there. How dare you, sir? And then the last thing you said to me was that Patrick Mahomes is perfect and ruined the whole thing. Are we ready to start to finish off this Real round quick. of 32? We are, but real quick, since Jason's not here to say it himself, fuck Robert Taylor. Again, it's not the rest of us. It is indeed you. <laughs> hey, we didn't do this to you. You did this to you. Let it begin. All right, let's go to the miscellaneous bracket. God damn it, Watkins. You're welcome. Miscellaneous bracket, your, your one seed is The Price is Right versus your eight seed, What's My Line? All right, so I started off the last show, so we'll go ahead and let Mr. Nielsen start this particular show off by going first on this game. Oh, you would have me start off because it's What's My Line. Oh, you know, bet between the, this and the last, my comments were... That was not such a bad bracket to evaluate that part one. 
Of course, part two would obviously throw it into the fire. Freaking hell. The price is right, which... I mean, we could go on for an hour just on that show. And we will. Yo, it'll get a deep dive. It'll get a deep, deep dive. Might even get a multi-part deep dive. Yeah, something tells me that episode ain't going to be only an hour. Look, if anybody knows about multi-part deep dives, it's me, all right? If it's Family, no! Oh, wait. <laughs> Wrong podcast, sorry. <laughs> What's my line was a fucking institution. I... That, that was my line. Hey, I brought it all together. Symmetry and podcasting. So I steal all the lines on the last episode, and I get this in return? Randy, you are evil motherfucker for doing this. This is just a reminder that you guys made these matchups, not me. No, this is a reminder that Robert Taylor is already rubbing off on him. I swear, if we start seeing Chiefs gear in his house, we would need to have an intervention. 1,000% never happening. Um, Mr. Watkins, do I still have an Audible available? No, you do not. You used it in the first round. Make a pick. I can't cash it again. Oh. Nope, nope, sorry. Mm-mm. Fuck. <laughs> this feels like a pity vote situation, frankly. Uh, it, 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 it needs one. I'm just going to say, it does need one. But my apologies to the spirits of those who have gone before John Charles Daly, Dorothy Kilgallen, and the rest of the panel. The price is indeed right. And if you're what's my line, the price is wrong, bitch. No, I haven't had enough. <laughs> Eric see if this were the time to where do I have to be the one to give the pity vote because I don't wanna I, I mean honestly if we're looking back at all the moments just dating to 72 and if we want to hop in the way back machine to the Bill Cullen era where you could literally win your own business on The Price is Right. How many former presidents have been mystery guests on What's My Line? You yeah. never did. Let him talk. Yeah, not... not. I mean, if we're going by former presidents on shows, you had one who was on Laughing, so... I mean, okay, you also had a president who was on The Apprentice, so let's go ahead and keep moving here, shall we? <laughs> I'm sorry. This is another one. Yes, go ahead. Have a drink on me, as ACDC has said. I will. Hmm. That was a double. Hmm. Have a drink on me. Hmm. I have a feeling this is going to be a pity vote just because my heart, my head, everything says price is right but since i haven't done a pity vote in a good little while i will throw one for what's my line 
Oh, it's most definitely a pity vote because I was never the biggest fan of What's My Line. Um, here's the thing. Price is Right is a game show institution. You kind of mentioned Password being like that in a certain extent with the exception of the 90s. I think Price is Right legitimately has a claim all the way back to the 50s. It's the only it's the only show that does. Mm-hmm. There's no gaps. Going all the way back to the early the early half an hour version on I believe CBS. It's always been CBS, um, except for the Colin era. That was NBC mm-hmm. and ABC. Oh, it's done the trifecta too. Shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, going back to the original old old versions that JTN mentioned about giving away houses and businesses and stuff in the thirty minute version that used to air. To the juggernaut that was the Bob Barker, the Bob Barker version of The Price is Right, where literally there are kids my age, people my age now, but when they were kids, being homesick from school meant chicken noodle soup, ginger ale, and Bob Barker on television at 11 a.m. in the morning. I was one of them. Same. Same. <laughs> there is absolutely not a shadow of a doubt in my mind. The price is right to advance to the Super 16. I just wish what's by line wasn't lined up against a number one so early, but well, it's inevitable. We'll blame we'll, Randy. Exactly. Blame Randy for that one. And then last week I he did. had the goal to throw other shows and experiences in my face. All right, let's move on. Oh, now you want to move on. I'm moving on. The four seed, deal or no deal, mm-hmm. or the five seed, card sharks. Eric, you start us off here. Oh, this is going to be good. Oh, God. Oh, sweet Lord. I... What goes around comes around? Yeah. Yeah, not quite the 7-10 Sophie's Choice split, but close. Sophie's British cousin? Yeah, leaning towards that way. Instead of Sophie's Choice, it's Sophie's predicament. (laughs) Because you, you have deal or no deal. Yes, compared to a lot of our... Other shows that we've discussed these past few episodes, relatively new on the scene. But again, just the quick catching on internationally, making a very prominent figure already in my life even more prominent in Howie Mandel, plus the briefcases, the briefcase ladies. You got just everything you need. And yes, if you happen to, and I would hope they have these episodes on YouTube, if you stumble upon the Filipino version with the 26K, you're welcome. That's all I'm saying. You're welcome. But you're going up against... But you're going up against card sharks. Granted, the Eubanks version... Not really the strongest. Had a lot of good moments. 
And even now with Joel McHale, completely knocked it out of the park. Best modern day host. It's it's card sharks. I mean, I, I'm going to hate to do this either way. But, John, this is for nothing or $28,800, just like it was the Jim Perry era. I'm going with sharks. Give me the money cards. I'm going to apologize to you in advance, Mr. Nelson. You are once again irrelevant. Um, dude, I'm fine with being irrelevant. We I unfortunately just, need to sweep 26 cases or 22 boxes, if you're talking the UK version, and Noel Edmonds with it off the stage. As much as I enjoy dealer- and take the clip chips hey, with it. Hey, 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 talking here. Anyways, um, as much as I appreciate it, deal or no deal. And to deal or no deal's credit, I, you could make the argument that deal or no deal, along with who wants to be a millionaire, are partially, at least partially responsible for the relaunch of the popularity of game shows in prime time in this country. That being said, when it comes to gameplay, when it comes to decision making, when it comes to drama, deal or no deal's drama seemed manufactured at times. And honestly, it seemed like they kind of laid it on a little thick. It was a made-for-TV game show. Whereas I'm sure plenty of our listeners watching, or listening, I guess technically, watching eventually once that happens, uh, info to come later on that. And I think plenty of us here on the panel have played an actual game of high-low before. And perhaps mm-hmm. even with monetary stakes involved. I know I have. No money stake, but yeah. No money stake for me either yet. But, again, I, because someone's going to do Vegas properly on this show. Well, just make sure you stop and have the Beef Wellington at Hell's Kitchen. Oh, you're damn right I will. Hmm. Uh, Randy's too busy working on his other project at the moment. Anyways, um, like I said, as much as I credit Deal or No Deal, along with Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, for the revitalization of the primetime American game show, as I said, the gameplay, the drama, not to mention, I like Howie Mandel. I think Howie Mandel is funny. I think Howie Mandel has done an excellent job as a host on his game shows that he's done, both this and as a judge on America's Got Talent. Eric Eric is exactly correct here. Joel McHale knocks this one out of the park on the current ABC revitalization of Card Sharks. Mm -hmm. Bob Eubanks is game show royalty. I'm voting Card Sharks here. All right, Card Sharks moves on. Survives around just because he's attached to better names. Well, I mean, also think about it. How many people can really absorb and enjoy Deal or No Deal now with it being on CNBC? See, unlike the host of that show, 
We're not going to epically stall for a commercial break. Instead, we'll tell Rainy to give us the next two, please. All right, your three seed, Wheel of Fortune, versus the 11 seed, Concentration. You know what I like to concentrate on, Eric? Hmm? Get AmazonMusic.com. Well, I mean, obviously, because with the Amazon Music Archives, you can listen to so many different audiobooks, all kinds of different genres of music. And yes, as the late, great Alex Trebek taught us, it is pronounced genre, not genre. Mad respect. But for those of you who like just sitting here and listening to our voices, you've got all kinds of access to all of the shows at the W2M Network. Chapter Select, The Kickoff, Black Irish, Our Lovely Selves, and of course, much, much love and respect to the entire Radalichian Broadcasting Program. We're partners of the W2M Network. All you have to do if you want to listen for free, fine, you can use Amazon Music. But, but come on, we all know Unlimited is better. Ask Russell Wilson, Mr. Unlimited himself. You know how you can get Amazon Music Unlimited for a free trial? You go to getamazonmusic.com slash W2M Network. That's all you got to do. You get a 30-day trial from your friends at the W2M Network, and I guarantee once you get used to that 30 days on Amazon Unlimited, you're going to want to keep the service. In addition, you can also search for the W2M Network on any Alexa-enabled device by asking Alexa to play the W2M Network. Don't actually play W2M right now, Alexa. Jesus, I'm trying to record a podcast here. Man, it feels like I had lost, lose a turn there for a moment. Thankfully, I'm going to cash in a free spin. <laughs> Wheel of Fortune versus Concentration is the matchup here. Did you say three versus six? Three versus 11. Ah, so Concentration was an upset victor in its first round. But again, mm-hmm. you want to talk about game show juggernauts. You want to talk about game show royalty. Man. Man, we are really setting up for a Price is Right Wheel of Fortune finale here, aren't we? And that's going to fucking suck. Why why are you shaking your head there, Randy? The bracket build. It's going to happen too early. No, I'm just curious what you guys do at the next matchup is all. All right. So um, I, I love Concentration. It is the show that helped launch Alex Trebek's career along with High Rollers, which I loved. Whoa! 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 What? Whoa! You landed a pitfall there, sir. Pun intended. I double dare you to utter those words again. How how many seasons did that show last, Sean? Who's who's the man with the money? Make the dark days sunny. He's a fella every day. Gives a bundle away. He's the guy with the prizes that'll light up your eyes. Getting ready, getting ready to play. Hey, 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 hey! Eric? Oh god. It's hit ball. Damn it. Oh my god, I am totally blanking. You're gonna hate me. the VODs. <laughs> That's the show that got him started. Thank you. Oh, mmm, mmm, mmm. premises on my lawn. I'm the old man here. Back to my point here. I would argue that more people know Trebek from concentration than either of those two shows you just mentioned. 
obviously the most people know him from Jeopardy because you can't do yeah. a for, you can't do a game show for thirty years and not be recognized from it. Thirty years plus, I'm imagining, maybe well, even. Well, uh, you're talking over thirty five, but I'm gonna need to uh, take a quick break because I'm gonna have to telephone Hitler. <laughs> oh, 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 can can See, can we say that on a that, podcast? That's where we're giving the cute stall. <laughs> Can we say that on a podcast in 2021? I don't think we can. Eric, you're canceled. Oh, please. Oh, that's what I'm going to be canceled for of all the things that I have said and done and put people through. That's what I'm going to be canceled for. Uh, Well played on the CBS reference, though. You know what's going to happen, Eric? They're going to throw this episode off of YouTube, too. Wouldn't be the first time. Nope. All right, back back wouldn't to the be, also wouldn't be the first application of uh, apples in a flat sponge. <laughs> Popped Eric with that one. I heard him guffaw. That's right. I used an SAT word guffaw. That's a callback. All right, back to the back to the actual matter at hand here with concentration. I love the idea behind concentration. I think the concept is fantastic, and I think that it's something that could work in a modern culture. Especially given the fact that you could have very similar style of prizes and still keep a show relatively budgetly managed. You'll get your turn in a second, Jonathan. I see you shaking over there. Don't worry. You're next. Okay. That being said, as much as I enjoyed concentration, it's not even close to me here. Wheel of Fortune is an American institution. Eric. We watch a ton of game shows while we're BSing back and forth, do we not? Yes, we do. What's the only one we actually play along with while we're watching it? Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. We try to solve, and you guys that are listening cannot tell me you haven't done the same yourself. You try to solve the puzzle before the contestants on the show solve the puzzle. So that way you could be like, man, I would kill that show as a contestant. It, Unless you're James Brown, who apparently has never played a round of hangman in his life before appearing as a celebrity on that show against Weird Al Yankovic. Not, there was, wait, is that one of the newer episodes? Oh, that's no. an old one, sir. Yeah, that's uh, well, uh, old school celebrity episodes. Okay, then I'm going to have to look that up because Weird Al on Wheel of Fortune strikes me as something I might want to see. Uh, yeah, like I said, it's not even close, Jonathan. This is Wheel of Fortune. Oh, of course not. Now buy the ceramic Dalmatian while we're at it. I'm sorry, how many of our shows do you see in a place like New Zealand? Yes, the format was much funkier, and the prices on the wheel were even funkier to that. But seriously, New Zealand, home of the mailmen. Soccer to the max reference, by the way. You're welcome, everyone, going back to those archives. As much as I like concentration, going all the way back to Hugh Downs, through Jack Nars, especially episode 344 of whoa, Jack Nars. Wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Hugh Downs is in the 2020 host? Yes. yes. Oh, you got some uh, not academic credible resources to look at later, sir. I have. I also have some research to do to see if I can't find an episode of Hugh Downs' concentration. Continue, Eric. Hairnet versus hairnet. It exists. I will say no more on that regard, but 
through all the iterations, especially the car round with Trebek and the failed version of Concentration that will never be discussed on this podcast. New Zealand. You gotta go wheel here. I'm sorry. So, Wheel of Fortune advances to the Super 16, Mr. Isabel. All right, last one in the miscellaneous bracket. The two-seed match game versus the 10-seed high rollers. Um, I, th- I think I think Mr. Nielsen starts this one, if I recall correctly, because this is the fourth matchup, so we've completed the loop. How do you shut the box? TikToks am I up to sending to the Facebook group of this team? <laughs> Uh, more importantly, let's talk about the fact that you make me want to go find the actual double version of that so I can play it at home myself. Go to that person's TikTok link tree. There's a link to it there. I found it the other day. You are a gentleman and a scholar, good sir. Mm, working in academics sort of does that. Okay. Anyways, this is not even an academic challenge. You go from Gene Rayburn, even put him with John Bauman in some bastardization we're not considering, and he can still not get out of the park. And then, after we sadly lose him, we get 90 and 98, which match game 90, match game 98, they weren't the greatest, but they were able to hold their own. True. This is true. Until Alec Baldwin just modernizes it and says, uh, oh, hey, all those barriers we used to have back then? Nope. (laughs) And really modernized the show and made it his own. Sorry, Wink. Sorry, Alex Trebek, the original host. Your box has been shut. I swear... This choice is so easy. The only thing easier than this was the last time I had to blink. Let's not answer that on air, please. <laughs> but I know what I'm thinking. It'll get me a nice, uh, good opportunity to spin the star wheel. Always got to root for those doubles. I mean... To me, it can't be more painfully obvious, again, for as great, and especially with the Trebek version, how thrilling and expensive, pleasantly, High Rollers was. It's match game. Just the kind of things that you can think of in your head. The kind of things that I think of in my head. Things that shall not be said on this podcast. Usually. Uh, I will just say that to the things that are thought in his head, point of view or discretion is advised. Yes. I, I don't know. The more that I think about it, the more I'm like, I know I do black Irish, but is it time for point of viewer to really make that comeback? I just, I know I usually pop you with the point of viewer discretion line. Hmm. <laughs> Um, it's it's like that limited time special, like game show marathon. It comes and goes when it needs to. This is true. So we've talked about the concept of the pity vote before on this show. I feel like it never more appropriate than right now, because as much as I enjoy match game and JTN is completely correct. Alec Baldwin might be the perfect host for this show in the modern era. 
Because Alec Baldwin does not give a fuck what people think about him. That's evidenced by the roast of Alec Baldwin on Comedy Central a couple of years back. Oh, not even just the self-deprecating questions on a match game about him. He's just classic. <laughs> I mean, he's taken more of those than Drew Carey did behind the desk on Who's Line. Uh, that, okay, see, you're pushing your luck there because Drew was the king of self-deprivation on Who's Line. Or, or should I say the a lack of neck jokes to Clive Anderson on the British version? <laughs> can't help that he's not a giraffe anyways <laughs> anyways back to my back to my statement here yeah as, as great as alec baldwin is as the host of the modern match game as much as i like match game going back to the rayburn edition going back to the version of the star-studded match game 77 as much as i enjoy match game i go back to another conversation that eric and i have had eric Mm-hmm. Um, what was the game show that I found on YouTube and absolutely fell in love with the first time I watched it? Don't put me on the spot like this again. Literally, we're talking about it in this matchup, Eric. Well, I mean, it's yeah, well, high rollers, but you've also mentioned a few others. So don't make it all exclusive. Specifically to this matchup, though, I did not watch high rollers growing up. I was a little bit too young for it, if I'm not mistaken, late 80s. 87 for the Wink Martindale. I would have been two. I was three. I caught it when I was four because it lasted until, 98, until 88. So the entirety of the run of the show was before my time between the Trebek and the Martindale versions. However, this is a show that holds up fantastically because not only do you get the 80s cheese of the ridiculous nature of the prizes but you could find yourself in the position of the players of this game just as easily by throwing a paradise and trying to shut the box so uh hey if any uh representatives of merrill here and bob quigley productions are out there this show needs a revival oh completely agree I, I will third that recommendation that has the 100% seal of approval of Life is Like a Game Show. Unfortunately, we have a bad role, and Match Game has to move on two to one. Yeah, we had, we had no insurance policies. We didn't throw doubles beforehand. All right, so the four moving on to the Super 16 in the, con, er, the Constellation bracket. Price is right. Card Sharks, Wheel of Fortune, and Match Game. You guys have fun with that on that episode. Um, That's going to be brutal in the quadrant. Okay, so we're sports fans on this particular podcast. Mm-hmm. The, miscellaneous, the miscellaneous game show uh, semifinals there, that's that's the 1927 Yankees. That's Murderer's Row. Or, or as we're approaching the summer of soccer... If anything, we just created the quadrant of death. Yeah, this this is group of death level. This is like me watching the actual brackets and such and seeing the undergrad alma mater versus the master's degree alma mater going at it and not knowing what the hell to do. 
Because that happened once. You know, Eric. I, I, I do know. And, and whenever I'm in similar spots, you know my allegiances are torn like all hell. So I get it. <laughs> all right. That leaves us one section left, the trivia bracket. Let's figure out the final four game shows in the Super 16. Starting with a fun one, the number one seed Jeopardy and the number eight seed win Ben Stein's money. Uh, Mr. Watkins. I don't the challengers anymore. I, I believe you start, Mr. Watkins. Now, win, lose, or draw, it was one of those shows that I was a little bit familiar with. Uh, whoa. Whoa. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Right. Take two. Win Ben Stein's money, sir. Oh, fuck. And I can't even blame it on being drunk this time. Yeah. Mm. Hold on. Hold on. Stop. Rewind. <laughs> Mr. Watkins, I do believe you actually get to start this particular matchup. Yeah. Win Ben Stein's money. Great show. I even had some aspirations of being on that show. And even for those of you, and calling back previous episodes to who watched UPN, who watched Shasta McNasty, very underrated but funny show, you remember the Win Ben Stein's Money episode. Would that have also aired on the WWWWB? Sadly, this was before Michigan J. Frog took over. Duly noted. Continue. So, with this, there's always that uh, special place in my heart. Especially when Ben always used, when going into round two, how the stakes rose statistically to two to $500 of his own money. Versus 50 to 150 with a $50 follow-up? Yes, correct. Thank you very much. But You're welcome. A, but again... And let's also not forget him lowering himself to being just a common contestant. Mm. Ain't nobody else going to do that shit. Hell no. But again, Jeopardy, Trebek, Fleming, you are talking... Thousands upon thousands of episodes for a reason. I mean, even during the Fleming era of Jeopardy, that was one of the first ones to have your specialized tournaments, like your special episode for the 2000th, your high school tournament where the grand prize was a full college scholarship. No other shows really did that to that day. And even to the Trebek era, doing the right thing by absorbing Jep, saying, hey, that's not around. We're going to keep that tradition going by having a kids tournament. I'm sorry. This sports jeopardy everything. If you've got any kind of niche, there is somehow usually a jeopardy for you. No, the the one seed. Uh, so fun I, I got fact. clear eyes all the way on this one, and it's just wow. <laughs> all right, so fun fact. Um, Eric, you've mentioned before that you have a history of hosting game shows. Mm-hmm. With GPN, no less, on mm-hmm. occasion. 
I've actually hosted a game show before as well, and I'm going to call in our moderator of sorts, the the rancid Randy, the producer joining us on this particular episode here. Mr. Isabel, do you remember the game show that I hosted? Yeah, it was WrestleMania Jeopardy that I think I lost, so I hate you. I can't remember <laughs> if I won or not. <laughs> Honestly, it's been a while, but that was a, you did a good job. It was a lot of fun. It was WrestleMania Jeopardy. The absolute pop culture nature of Jeopardy overwhelms Ben Stein's money. I love when Ben Stein's money. When Ben Stein's money was a fantastic show. Jimmy Kimmel was amazing as the host. Show made his career. Bad in the man Bat show. Man show. Jinx, you owe me a Coke, Eric. I swear, why the hell, whenever I discuss game shows with someone, I build a different wavelength? Life is like <laughs> a game show? Back to what I was saying, though. Yeah, Please like, don't delete him. <laughs> How do you know when something's a dad joke, Eric? <laughs> when, it, when it becomes a parent <sighs> yeah he went there all <laughs> I gotta say is to three people who have never been in my kitchen cheers to Jeopardy Real quick, just I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about Win Ben Stein's money a little bit here because obviously this is this is sweep territory, despite the fact that Win Ben Stein's money is gonna get the love from all three of us for how good it was. And especially for its time and for its location. Who would have thunk to see a quality game show on Comedy Central of all fucking channels? That was the one, but man, it hit. Ben Stein was absolutely phenomenal as the host slash player. Jimmy Kimmel was fantastic as the question reader. And the bonus round with the two different booths, the, the basic-ass contestant booth, and then Ben Stein's super swank booth, was an amazing touch. But, come on. It, it's Jeopardy. It's Alex fucking... Yeah. Trebek. I'd almost be willing to say if it wasn't for Win Ben Stein's money, you would not have follow-up shows like Beat the Geeks and leading up to things even as popper nowadays as The Chase, where you were facing that pure quizzing expert. Win Ben Stein's money was the first show of that genre within or sorry, Jean. Mm-hmm. There you go. Game show, Jean. You could make the argument that Ben Stein's the original quiz master for American game shows. But it's but, still time for the Jeopardy. But when it comes to who's advancing to the Super 16, what is Jeopardy? All right, Jeopardy moves on. Another fun matchup coming up. The four seed... One versus 100, or the 12th seed, Joker's Wild. I start this one, and for those of you who know me, 
Uh, Eric probably knows me significantly better than Jonathan does. Me and Jonathan just recently met when we were discussing game shows. And frankly, it's a fantastic way to get to meet somebody, regardless of your particular tastes in game shows. Agreed. I enjoy Joker's Wild under the original concept. I thought the renewed version with Snoop was fucking awful. But a lot of that has to do with personal preference and the fact that Snoop has a recreational habit that I do not agree with. And most of that show was based around his recreational habit. The new Cherries Wild that came on Fox, sponsored by Wild Cherries, was a fucking disaster. One versus 100 is one of those games that is dying for a reboot once again. Much the same way we discussed with High Rollers. Because it is a concept that could absolutely work in the current climate of social distancing, of generalized special knowledge trivia, of running the gambit kind of situations there. One versus 100 is a game show that I genuinely feel, if they were to revitalize under current times, would do very well. I also feel like it's about to get its ass whooped by Jeopardy in the next round. Endemol, uh, if you're listening, bring this show back and give Bob Saget a call to host it. Although I kind of want it to be Netflix Bob Saget and not um, and not Full House Bob Saget, because Netflix Bob Saget was fucking amazing. Oh, Bob God. It, Bob Saget, look. I'm just going to say this briefly. If it's Netflix, Bob Saget, I will approve. I'll explain why later. (laughs) Oh, my God. We could do that. We could do one versus 100 on Netflix and Bob Saget could be his vulgar self. I could write some mean ass questions for that one. I I feel like this is going to end up leading towards questions with the AVNs now. Don't Google if you're under 18. (laughs) Yes, and even though those whom you may be listening in the United Kingdom, first of all, hello. Second of all, yeah, I heard what you did with the age verification thing. Don't test that. Mm -mm. No, no. And this is me saying this of all people. I I like the original concept of Joker's Wild. It's not even close to this one for me. It's one versus 100 easily. See, there's the rub, though. You have to consider also, again, I'm going to pull the history card because that's what I do. The 70s. You're coming out of the quiz show scandal still in the 70s. I mean, hell, Jeopardy was only able to because they flipped the script and actually played off that angle. But Jack Barry's name was ran through the ever-loving mud. And he had the gall to say, screw it. If I can't get anybody else to host this fucker, even though Alan Ludden did the pilot, which is an interesting watch, by the way. It is on YouTube. I'll do it myself. And he did it till the day he died. And it took the dean of game shows, Bill Cullen, to come in and finish the job. After that, Pat Finch knocked it out of the park. Waiting for Eric to call bullshit on that. No, I don't know. I, I was just waiting at you because, look, as much as I love Pat Finn, 
No, I in as much as I've even gone back and rewatched some of those Joker's Wild episodes and the fact that that was actually the first version of Joker's Wild that I watched growing up, 1990. No, no. Hold on. on. Time out, time out, time out, time out. Why does the name Pat Finn sound familiar to me? Didn't he host another reboot of a different game show? Uh, Let's pull up the non-credible source. In 1991, he hosted Shop Till You Drop and also did the California Lottery's Big Spin. Yeah, Shop Till You Drop. I thought he was the second host of that show. Okay, that's what I thought. Continue. Born July 24th, 1956, Wilkes Bar, Pennsylvania. Bear. Tomato. Pat Finn was a good host. My votes for Joker's Wild break this tie. All right. All the iterations of Joker's Wild. Which, yes, even though I do partake in University of Florida million dollar winner. Even though I do partake in different forms of the aforementioned recreational habit. Take that out of it. Snoop did damn good as far as with his modern version. Joker's Wild was also under Jack Berry. The first show ever to do a million dollar tournament. Ever. That kind of money, granted, it was not all one million to the grand prize winner. The total purse was a million dollars. But still, nobody had touched it by then. But there's the ultimate question I got to ask myself. Do I want the money or do I want the mob? That's the question. The only reason why I say if it's Netflix, Bob Saget, should this come back to me? The original run, and I'm not talking about the kind of hokey doke GSN one versus 100 run. The original one versus 100, it had the perfect ending. That's like Michael Jordan hitting the shot game six of the 98 finals. When he came back for the Wizards, no, there was nothing. That was it. That perfect what-if moment, that very final question, that million-dollar winner. The only way that it could come up with that to even top of that moment and get the continuation in my mind is if we get Netflix. Yes, and I see the Gator Trump. Damn, University of Florida game show contestants. Um, All I have to say to that is Googies! Mm, not now, Albert. <laughs> I'm in a mood as is. Uh, hey, you're taking shots at 98 sports teams, Eric. You be careful over there lest we remind everybody what happened to Florida against Colorado. Yeah. Well, stop, stop it. He just did. He said one versus 100. Yeah, I got to go one versus 100. I'm sorry. Here, here's, I could not uh, lose. This, this was a no-lose scenario. You know why this is a no-lose scenario, JTN? Because 1 versus 100 is about to get its ass beat by Jeopardy in the next round. Damn straight. Yeah. 
Spoiler alert, folks. That one ain't going to be close. It's not a spoiler because it's the truth. Rancid Randy. All right. So first, I have to apologize to Harry. I did win WrestleMania Jeopardy. I had to go back and he watch it. actually so. looked it up. I did. <laughs> Fantastic. I, I, I had to give my video another view. Now it's up to 46 views. Correct. <laughs> Cor- correct me if I'm wrong. You and Ornelas? No, it was me and my buddy David Doofenberg. Okay. All right. Let's move on here. The three seed, press your luck. Versus the sixth seed, are you smarter than a fifth grader? Ooh, this one's actually a pretty good little matchup. This one's mm. kind of decent. JTN, you start it. Uh, I I get to start this one. Well, yeah, because I start I started one versus one hundred. Uh, this this pitch just came square over the plate, and it's going back, 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 back. One one zero. Oh! Two, three, seven. You see, save the full description for the deep dive. I know what you mean. We we already did a pretty deep dive the first talk on this thing. But all I got to also bring it up is Elizabeth Banks. Nailed it. Third season as of time of recording, is freshly aired. There, gentlemen, is a new square on the board in round two that even the reproduction fans could not imagine in all their creative ways to manipulate that board. The square is called Take the Lead and a Spin. You want a spoiler? You need to tune off for a moment. I'll give the thumbs up visually when I'm done spoiling. But that square, first episode this season, was hit. After somebody had a car in their bank. That was a 45 grand square hit. And the next was a whammy. That's how you introduce a new concept. Had to put my headphones back in. I'm back. Okay, so we're we're for those. We're going to solidify the appropriate timestamps, and I will even label that chapter if you're listening on uh, certain podcast services as spoiler alert. So we will give you fair warning. And Here's the non-spoiler. Press your luck by a mile and a half. All driven by an ice cream truck. Eric. What? The man just took the words out of my mouth. I mean, it's very hard to go from 5 to 32, but it happens. With this, Elizabeth Banks just killing it. Sorry, Jeff Foxworthy. You might be a redneck if you go ahead from hosting Smarty smarter than a fifth grader to the Great American Bible Challenge. Yeah, I went there. But, ooh, yeah, yeah. You'll notice that that show did not make an appearance on our list. And rightfully so. This is Press Your Luck. 
all the way. Or calling back to the Philippines, as they put it, push your luck. Welcome Drucker in German. I, I, I can't say what I was about to say there because it would get us thrown off of YouTube. And one of us getting us thrown off of YouTube is enough on this podcast. Oh, fucking algorithms. <laughs> um, speak about I, algorithms. I, we're talking about price your luck and patterns. Go <laughs> figure. Okay. So, fun fact. I actually have uh, Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader from my Xbox 360. It's one of those game shows that I figured I needed to own a copy of just because of the nostalgia of it all, of the quiche of it all, of the general replayability that that show has. I've got a copy sitting on the shelf of console games. So don't get me wrong when I say this, that Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader is a fantastic concept. And a clear reminder that the American education system has failed most of us. Trust me, I know. I've worked in it. <laughs> that yeah, between uh, a, a professor and a tutor, yeah, yeah, yeah. A professor, a tutor, and a jackass walk onto a podcast. <laughs> and then you got Randy, and who knows what he? We can't say that on air. That, that he would be the jackass. <laughs> Anywho, I, I, I am called the WrestleMania Jeopardy champion. That's that's what you call me. <laughs> you wouldn't have even remembered that if I hadn't brought it up. God, I forgot all about it. I, I just want to. I, I just want to do it again. <laughs> we can make that happen. We'll talk. Anyways, that's what I was saying. Now that I'm done being distracted here, uh. You remember what I was saying about American game show institutions? Mm-hmm. About price, about price is right, about Wheel of Fortune, about Jeopardy. Yeah, guess what else you can add to that list? Maybe not so much the whammy incarnation that aired on GSN, even though it was fun for what it was. Pressure Luck is an American game show institution. And as JTN and Eric just mentioned to you, arguably the most infamous moment in game show history with the run of the man from Ohio originally. Fun fact, actually, I looked this up. Born in Youngstown, Ohio. Ooh, a Larson fact I was not aware of. I don't get those very often. The reason this is relevant to life is like a game show? Eric, what is my city of residence? Youngstown, Ohio. Oh, oh trust crap. me. You're shitting me. Um, I'm sorry. I'm glad that I'm not the only one because for those who have watched the Jeopardy Tournament of Champions, Jacksonville, Florida was specifically mentioned as a question or part of it. Hmm. Yeah, we've had our run now. Harry's well, Harry had one. Hmm. I, when you guys brought up this story when we did the original episode, I went to the not a credible source page for Don for Don Larson, also not the World Series perfect game pitcher. <laughs> because because baseball, that one was for you, Randy. You're welcome. A Yankees reference. He's ignoring me. Thanks. I, I gave you a thumbs up. I, uh, that's all you get. So, uh, 
Audio podcast. Move on to the next round. Mm-hmm. Not only is it going to add a spin, it's going to add a one as well. I love that space. <laughs> are they still using that space? See, are, aren't we glad that a show like Press Your Luck got a second chance? <sighs> See, I had a double whammy. The memory so alive. not only That's did I really take all your money, I had to come out and mess with you a little bit. <laughs> Stole my line. Uh, you know what else I just realized? Randy, guess what? What? It's time to wrap up the round of 32. It is. We have one last spot in the Super 16, and it will be the only, the, excuse me, the, only the second double-digit seed that will make it to the Super 16. It is guaranteed, as you have a 10 seed and a 15 seed, which I am still shocked by what you guys did at the end of this bracket. But let's get to it. Okay. The 10 seed. Somebody give me a reminder because I don't remember the 15 uh, over 2 here. I will. The 10 seed, Nick Arcade, which you guys had beat Blockbusters. And the Bullshit. 15 seed, Tic Tac Doe, which you guys had beat Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Yeah, this is garbage. This entire fucking part of the bracket is garbage. Uh, this was just going to lose the pressure, like, no matter what. So Yeah. That's that's fair. So honestly, you know what this is? It's the truth. Oh my god. Jeopardy versus Pressure Luck in the finale in this region. That's going to be a bad day. Oh, I'm saving my booze for that episode. Oof. All right, let's let's get there. I still haven't watched Tic Tac Doe. I'll be honest, I still haven't watched an episode. I know Eric suggested that I check it out. But honestly, more so out of protest, I didn't because you guys put it over Millionaire. Shame! Shame! <laughs> Who's first? Um, well, it doesn't really matter because, like we said earlier, it's it's gonna lose to press your luck anyway. But um, all right. Uh, I think Eric started that last one, so I believe this is me. Take it. I have no dog in this fight. So, honestly, this is my vote for chaos competing. I'm going to say tic-tac-toe just because I have no dog. And why not put a 15 seed through? It is the Florida Gulf Coast of this particular bracket. Fucking Florida Gulf Coast. Hey! I live very near that Gulf Coast. Thank you very much. JTN? You see? We already shot Wink Martindale down once. I say we keep that host around. And former record length of wins until this man by the name of Ken Jennings came around. Pilot in the Navy, Lieutenant Tom McKee, 300 brand plus. This is not an infamous number I have memorized yet. That time will come at some point. It survived the scandals of the 50s. Dragon Cats were freaking awesome. Their best game of strategy, knowledge, and fun. It's Tic Tac Doe. Um, I have a question. Because I was just thinking about this. I don't remember what, which one we picked in the Legends. Oh, yes, we did. Okay, never mind. I'm good. 
I've got all the winners from this round actually logged for once. So I will be curious to hear the matchups in the Super 16 once we're all done with uh, with the voting. Eric, your vote is irrelevant here because he picked Tic Tac Doe as well. 89 games, 43 opponents defeated, 312,700 dollars he totally googled that i'm just saying well again just because wikipedia is a non-credible source for academics it is occasionally used here on this podcast and you know it this is fair you know what else is occasionally used on this podcast specifically to help put together our show write-ups that go on the episodes that you see on all of your favorite podcast listening services eric that would be grammarly well, I mean, granted, I have been an avid user, a long-time user of Grammarly's widget in Chrome, but you also have your Grammarly standalone software, which is just as excellent, at times even more helpful. Now look, we've all had those situations when we're in a pinch, whether it be me with the write-ups, whether it be some of our fans wanting to send us more positive tweets, whether it be those wanting to send hate mails to s.garmer at gmail.com, whether it be someone wanting to actually send other emails elsewhere to friends and family halfway across the world, telling them that they care in these very tumultuous times, whether it's when you're trying to write a resume as things are opening up and you're entering back in the workforce, Grammarly's been there. Grammarly will be there. And for all of you who are just saying, ooh, it's a glorified spell check. No. We're talking spell check, complex grammatical errors, errors for clarity and helping improve that with sentences, even making sure that you convey the proper tone that you want in all kinds of forms of written media. Grammarly is there for you. Now, granted, Grammarly's out there. But if you really want all the benefits, well, we're here to hook you up. Go to getgrammarly.com slash W2M network. Get a free trial on us. Why go ahead? All the nice features that they have and even the premium ones, which are even handier than you think. Again, getgrammarly.com slash W2M network. Could also yes. use Grammarly to write trivia questions that might require an extra 30 seconds of thinking time because you picked the center box. Real quick before Eric continues and actually officially announces his vote, there is one other thing that we do need to mention here. If you're one of those people who view Grammarly as the, oh, it's just the glorified spell check, odds are you probably need that spell check anyway, buddy, so download the service. And you're probably not smarter than a fifth grader. More on that earlier in this podcast. (laughs) What's your vote, Eric? Oh, it's clearly tic-tac-toe. And yes, another one with the more infamous 1990 version. And it's one of those that they would come back and reboot in its more original form. I would be very pleased about. See, unlike unlike Pat Finn, Caldwell was a garbage host. Uh, Eric? Yes? It's ironic that you're talking about tic-tac-toe right after an ad read. You know why? Why is that? Because we can't be bought. 
but we can be rented. What are our matchups in the Super 16, Mr. Isbell? Show us the money. Uh, Also, show yourself where the unmute button is. Yes, that would help. uh, All right, so uh, next week we're doing all of the Super 16, right? Yes, the Super 16 will be one episode in and of itself. Perfect. Here are your matchups next week. So prepare yourself, boys. You did this to yourself. You have Jeopardy versus 1 versus 100. You have Pressure Luck versus Tic-Tac-Doe. You have Family Feud versus Pyramid. You have Password versus Bumper Stumpers. Battle of Nickelodeon with Double Dare versus Legends of the Hidden Temple. How about American Gladiators versus Wipeout? And then to end the show next week in blood and tears and whatever else happens, Price is Right versus Card Sharks and Wheel of Fortune versus Match Game. Oh, Pink Lemonade Smirnoff. Okay, oh, that that's going to come in handy next week. I, I, I don't drink, but Randy might drive me to exceptions next week. I'm going to have a nice strong bark root beer just for him. If we record this over a weekend, Mr. Watkins, I might be making a trip north. <laughs> you might have to bust up the old recipe, if you know what I mean. Real, oh real quick, get Zune height, Mr. Watkins. Second of all. Second I, was of all a, I was allergic to people visiting me. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> second of all, I think the flight choice that you guys are looking for is actually to Lewiston, Idaho. Oh, that won't be necessarily a flight. That'll be a drive. And then if need be, we can fly right out of JIA to Lewiston, Idaho. Road trip. (laughs) Listen, you guys did this to yourself. Mr. Isbell, where can people find you online? You can find me at Randy Isbell. Also check out my gaming and movies based on video game podcast chapter select. Uh, you can also check out my radio show that is now just online for the summer uh, at the R&R Sports Report on Facebook and YouTube. That airs live Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Pacific time. All right, let's go ahead and give your pot. Let's go ahead and give your co-host a quick plug here. Chapter Select is with uh, Jens Dietrich, and the R&R Sports Report is with is with Robert Hagen. All right, JTN, where can people find you online? People can find me over on the Tweety Box, JTN2002. You can also find me under that handle on our Twitch. And as I was uh, gestured to add to the list, TikTok. No, I don't have content there. I just comment on stuff. But if you also dig around on that Twitch, by the time this podcast hits air, the JTN's personal Discord server will have automatic role assignment. You can select the one for game show fans and find yourself even more juicy game show content there. I but am at least go through the personal setting processes and are a close personal friend of the JTN. You might be able to find your way into my Facebook and other personal stuff there. Speaking of vetting processes, uh, Mr. Watkins, where can you be found in the socials? Uh, you introduced the wrong person. Host host goes last. Isn't this the second it's time a in second a row that you've gone and fumbled that segue? Left to right instead of right to left, Mr. Broadhurst. Well, let's let's stop, rewind, try that again. <laughs> what were you saying, JTM? 
Uh, Mr. Broadhurst, where can people find you on the socials? Uh, my safe no, way not, that now that you mention it, you can find me pretty much anywhere social media related at H-E-B the Eagle. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Yahoo, Gmail. Although, remember, hate mail goes to s.garmer at gmail.com. That hasn't changed. I do. What also hasn't changed is the fact that I'm not on Snapchat, Eric. Look, it's another week, but I'm saying I'm going to wear you down, and then you're going to go ahead. You're going to get Snapchat. You're going to be introduced to a wonder of things, and you will thank me. You're going to sit for 45 minutes like Ed Long waiting for Michael Ars to take his spins. In addition, you can also find me on Grapple at HEB the Eagle for wrestling reviews, specifically star ratings over on Grapple. And then 411mania.com backslash wrestling in the wrestling section of 411mania.com has the three R's hosted by Tony Acero of the 411mania Raw Report. But yours truly is the man who does the writing for the three R's of NXT. Current uh, article should be up right around the time that this podcast comes out to your services, which we'll talk about in a few moments. Assuming Eric doesn't cut me off again. Again, I've learned and I've developed stamina over this past week. Give me some credit. All right, you you, you can keep your stamina to your dark Twitter. What about your regular one? Uh, that is at Squid Sports Head. Again, I promise, live tweeting will resume and continue at some point. Just, you know, some games are on too late. Some games I'm still bitter about other games. I mean, it, it's a whole little bit of a spectrum as we are in the sports doldrums, at least in my opinion. But, of course, if you're not looking for live tweeting or any other things, you can find me on Facebook under Eric Watkins. You know what to do. Guy, recliner, wine, laundry. We witnessed the flame wars. Previews potentially of some shenanigans. Stay tuned on that as always. And as Harry alluded to, if you go ahead and find yourself on Twitter, slide in my DMs, undergo a proper and thorough vetting process, you will gain access to that dark Twitter and Snapchat and Telegram and potentially OnlyFans. Again, content on that in the works as usual and so you will get the 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 best way to say it is if you're not going to be sick of seeing me you'll be at the right places and naturally as always this vlog brought to you by the fine folks at rick's tnt llc website commercial coming soon tutoring and tax consultation services available notary public and wedding officiating services available in the state of Florida. Uh, so what, what what should we do with our Randy Isbells, John? Oh, we're that time already. Well, as any proper game show host knows, ladies and gentlemen, always help control the podcast producer population. Have your producers, in this case Randy Isbell, spayed and neutered. You have been listening to Life is Like a Game Show, a presentation of the W2M Network online at w2mnet.com. In addition, you can find us on all of your favorite podcast listening services, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, Podbean, CastBox. Hey, Eric, guess what? Spotify is here.
And we're reminding you one last time that life is like a game show. Thank you for listening to the W2M Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.